the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Yesterday, midday, after the show was off the air, I saw one analyst upped his rating on Apple stock to outperform from neutral. It was interesting to note. I was like, I wonder what his, his upgrade's all about. So I got the research report from Credit Suisse, an analyst named Shannon Cross. There was four reasons for the upgrade. For the record, I own shares of Apple stock. Consult a worker rights for taking action on any stocks I ever mentioned on this show. I disclose for legal reasons to make sure that you know that I'm not pumping or trying not to. Warren Buffett just bought shares of Apple. You know I love Warren Buffett. I think he provides a bit of a safety net because it's so widely held. Now, again, when he dumps shares, it's going to be ugly. If he dumps shares, he's been an investor in his lifetime that that has concepts like um, pretend you only have a 20 punch card ticket. Choose your stocks wisely. I agree with that. Every now and then I find myself like getting ready to buy something that I've always wanted to buy. And then I'm like, no, that really doesn't, that really doesn't sound like I'm going to hold that forever. So Apple got an upgrade from Credit Suisse. Reason number one, they said a lot of people use Apple devices. Okay. I think we get the point on that one, right? 1.8 billion iPhones, computers and the like are in circulation, which helps spur uptake by the company's services and software. Also keeping them around as customers by designing and building Apple software and services for Apple custom hardware. The company produces a differentiated product portfolio with leading feature functionality. Instead of all that, you could just say 1.8 billion people and counting are using Apple products. And they tend to stick with that ecosystem. It's not lost on me that I recovered a hard drive recently that had a lot of my earlier smartphone photos on it and smartphone videos and it was a droid a motorola droid razor i believe and all the files look kind of funky and i'm like ew i don't want to open that one it might be a virus i know you're saying you sound like a snob i'm trying to reason number two credit suisse upgraded apple apple services businesses will help its profit margins as they get more people in that base, my kid's taking guitar lessons online. It's a $29 subscription. Apple gets a cut of that $29 subscription. The App Store has its flaws. The App Store's had its legal issues in the past. It'll have its legal issues in the future. Um, but the profit margins coming out of the App Store, if if a judge would ever say you have to separate your app store, open it up to a competitive market, I still would use the the new non-Apple app store 
if they spun it off. Because I trust it. There's one thing about Amazon.com that I think is something people forget. We trust them. Every now and then, I was dating 10, 15, 20 years ago, and um, I'd go on like a diet and I'd like want some protein shakes. And I'd get them from like metrics, MT, M-E-T-R-X kind of thing. And I'd go online because they're not widely, it's like a weird nutrition brand in a weird part of the country in a weird store that gets the distribution. And I was always like, this feels like a fate. I don't really like this site. Like Amazon is trust. Apple is trust. The analyst Shannon Cross noted that the company's service segment generates a gross margin of more than 65%. And she expects it to continue to grow as both a percentage of revenue and overall profits. What's interesting about that is no mention of the advertisements. Amazon has ads on its webpage. When you go to take a look at TVs, you can get a horrible TV company like Spit. Spit says, we we want to sell TVs ordered by ads on Amazon and ours will show up first as sponsored content. For the record, I have a lot of problems with sponsored content. I was just looking at an email from Kiplinger and it was like, there's a new tool coming for seniors. Uh, that's going to be a disruptive technology. And then I got to the bottom. It says sponsored ad. I'm like, oh, bye-bye. But Apple's service businesses have healthy profit margins. A lot of people use Apple devices. Number three reason Shannon Cross upgraded the shares of Apple is overall margins aren't too shabby and they should continue growing. We estimate gross margin will continue to be around 43% with inflation and currency headwinds offset by higher services revenue, growing double digits, and a vertical integration of components. Okay. Margins. When you sell something a billion times, if you can get the profitability from 42 cents to 43 cents, that's huge. So margins, even though they look razor razor-like differences between them, it's, it's pretty significant. Number four reason Shannon Cross at Credit Suisse upgraded Apple with a $201 price target, which is interesting. Why not just call it $200? Um, Apple has a ton of cash. Sitting on $192 billion in cash, which should allow it to do whatever it wants to drive returns, so says Shannon. If Apple needs to do some R&D, no problem. If Apple needs to return cash to shareholders with dividends and buybacks, no problem. They need to make an acquisition. They can buy anything that they want as long as they get regulatory approval. Add it all up, and Shannon Cross sees a 17% upside from current prices on Apple. Now, here's the problem with it. Stock's already up 32% since bottoming. It's been, had a big fast run, and as it's approaching its all-time highs, it's starting to slow down. Is this a genius upgrade, or is this everything we already know? I think it's everything we already know. Is it worthy of no? Sure. Is it actionable? I don't think so. It didn't change my mind, positive or negative, but you get the idea. You can find me online at Show.com. 
a straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for spreading the word about the show. When there's seminars and webinars, thanks for attending those. I got to speak with my bosses today. So I'm going to take into that call. Um, my marketing director at EP Wealth. I used to be my own marketing director when I worked with New Focus Financial as an owner. Now I have someone who tells me what to do. And one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, as long as I pledge to do a show and you listen, I will do the best I can to educate people on investment decisions. I'll work that kind of effort. I'm at the point of giving back. Life has been good to me. I think investing is pretty easy. I saw a trader on CNBC say something genius. Ask him the question of, is now the right time to buy or sell? What do you do if you don't know what to do? And she said, be like Warren Buffett. If you can't do what I do, actively trade every single day, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, sometimes six in a day. If it's too stressful, it's not right, if it's not fitting, don't do it. I agree with that statement. So I try to preach how to get wealthy slowly, how to get wealthy in your lifetime. I do it with a lot of headline news mixed in with some investment strategies from working with financial planners for the last 25 years. To having some Buddhas and gurus early in my life, like Rick Edelman, who I think did a really, really nice job of letting the average investor know how to accumulate wealth through their 401k. It's that secret that everyone knows is the easiest way to get wealthy. Save money in a 401k. Now, again, is it going to work every year? No. It's all a broker advisor. There is risk in the market. Will it go down for more than three years? Historically, no. Will it go up seven out of 10 years? Yes, historically speaking. So that's the, the angle on the show. Now, if you want to get rich fast, go out and buy yourself some Bitcoin. Now, don't cry to me when it doesn't work out. There's a company that went belly up called Voyager. One of their customers lost $1 million that she saved for over 24 years. Now she wants the company to give her money back, even though it's all gone in bankruptcy. So she's filed a letter with bankruptcy court saying, and I don't want to do an accent. I don't want to do a voice, but if I imagine, you know, her story is her name is Magnolia. She said she's had, had over a million dollars trapped on the platform, including 350,000 was earmarked to pay for her kid's college. She said it had taken her 24 years to save that nest egg. Her quote was, I do feel like we're paying the ultimate price for them being fiscally irresponsible. They had our trust, they had our money, and they did not run the company properly. How about putting your money in a bank? Why did you have to go to a crypto broker? I have no pity for her. She's one of Voyager's three and a half million customers, a group that's desperate for answers a month after all their money disappeared. Voyager was a once a popular lending platform, drew in retail investors by offering them double-digit annual returns in exchange for parking their tokens with Voyager. Now, here's the problem. Do you really think you can get double-digit returns? The stock market has been around for 100 years, and it gets you 8 to 10%. Anything above that's parabolic to risk. And Magnolia walks along and goes, oh, look at this. I can get 10% plus on my money. I see I get nothing at the bank. I'm giving her an Irish accent. Don't know why. 
lucky moon. Pick the lucky stars. Why are the moon's all gone? I wonder why. And someone just talked to her and said, your expectations are unreal. There's something wrong. You can't get double digits when a bank down the road's giving you less than 1% or half of 1% or a quarter of 1%. Um, so that's that. I don't feel bad for people who get spooked out of the market. I pledge if you listen, I'm going to do the best I can to show you how to get wealthy slowly, not quickly. She wanted her cash to grow quickly, and that's what happens. Okay, I know you're saying one to 10 on empathy, Rob. You're a big fat one. Yeah, on this one, I am. For sure. Stocks dip today as Wall Street rally is losing a little bit of steam. We get the Fed's minutes today. Target said its earnings tumbled close to 90%. That's a fall. Was it Culture Club that sang the song? I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. Culture Club's in concert right now. Strangely, I wouldn't mind seeing what Boy George looks like after all these years. I'll just Google it and skip the concert. Mortgage demand fell last week, even as rates declined slightly. Cancellations on homes are doubling on a year-over-year level. People feel recession, high cost, mortgage rates aren't the right time to, to stick this landing. So they're saying, you know what? I'm out. It's interesting. Some states have the ability for you to totally walk away and get your deposit back, and some don't. One thing I don't like about federal regulations and state regulations is that they can be different. And a show like this would be easy to do. Hey, let's all retire in Florida show, but we don't all live in Florida. I don't either. I have a hell of a decision to make in 10 years where my primary residence is going to be. I will probably do something like half the year in Florida or Arizona and half the year in California. So I can get the lower tax rates out of state. Not 100% sure. Just know that giving the money, giving that extra 10% is a choice and I don't know if I have to do it. Or I can give that money to a charitable cause. How about that for an action? You know what's interesting about that? I never stop and think about being philanthropic. I, I volunteer time, but I don't have a plan in my head. And I would like to change that. And I know you can invest that way, but I don't bring it up on the show because my show is about getting into retirement so you can live from 60 to 100. It's not about getting into retirement so you can be a philanthropist. I, I have a very narrow mission. 36.3% of the world's population live below the poverty line. Um, that was back in 1990. Today, that number is 8.7%. You know why? Because people are being more philanthropic. I once got a pitch that there was a nation in a nation on the African continent that wanted cars. And if I can get people to donate their cars, they would go straight there. I'm like, this sounds like a lot of work. But no, Rob, if farmers have cars, the farmers are able to get their, their stuff from field from farm to village. I'm like, oh, too much work. Can't I just write a check? So I don't have a lot of philanthropy, and I, I share that with you as a disclosure. 
Target said its earnings tumbled 90% from a year ago. Wow. Best Buy is going to start selling hearing aid devices. Uh, no prescription, no fitting adjustment. 30 million Americans could benefit from hearing aids. I see Apple as a slight winner there with their AirPods. It would not surprise me. Another crypto brokerage failed, not just Voyager, but Genesis CEO steps down, slashes 20% of its workforce. Retail sales were stronger than they looked. The number that we got this morning, they really were stronger than they looked. It's nice to see when you strip out gasoline, retail sales rose seven-tenths of percent. We're hanging in there. No recession as of now. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial. You can find me online, two places, robblackshow.com and on YouTube under Rob Black Show and all social media under Rob Black Show. Do me a favor, subscribe, follow, hit a click on occasion. It's how my bosses know I'm doing a good job. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. I've been lucky enough in my career to work as a writer in the theater as well as Hollywood. I understand and I've studied and I, I, I grew up overseas. So a majority of my life was reading books. Everything I've ever learned, I've learned in a book how to love, how to invest, how to live. Um, so I don't like it when people give me books, which is interesting to note on how to like raise a kid. But if you give me your favorite book, uh, that's the best thing in the world. If you were to send me a, a recommendation on your favorite book, I will read those books. But if you're giving me one that's specific, I don't like it. I don't know why I'm telling you this other than that there's a story and a narrative that you have to follow in investing. I just saw that Eminem, yeah, the that one. Well, my name is who? Uh, yeah, that one, Slim Shady. He's going to be doing a collab with Fortnite. Now, I talk about product a lot on the show. I talk about marketing of product a lot on this show. You know, Apple has high-quality gear, and you kind of associate it as a luxury item. That works well in a good economy and a bad economy. Fortnite is the metaverse, in my opinion, right now. There's a new game out called Metaversus, and then there's that little project that Mark Zuckerberg's sinking billions of dollars into. Billions and billions and billions of dollars, which I don't know if we're ready for prime time. One analyst released a note yesterday saying that Apple and Facebook or Meta could hit significant headwinds as the real platform starts to come out. Not the, not the Oculus Rift glasses, not the headset there, not the $400 ones, but the ones that are going to cost $800 to $2,000 to $4,000. That The consumer may go, that's too much money. I don't know. Too soon to say. So I, I try to get marketing and product aligned in my head in quality. Um, and there's a teeter-totter there to successful investing. Fortnite announces a collab with Eminem. And I think that's interesting. Inside their video game, which is kind of a metaverse, you can play the character of Superman and you can be in a battle royale with uh, Bugs Money. Uh, your alter ego is Princess Leia. She's in there too. If your your alter ego is a turtle, you can play as a turtle. Soon you'll be able to play as Eminem. I think they're going to do a skin. But if not, what I want to kind of throw down there for it, because you can play as Ariana Grande, which is hilarious because you see this teeny tiny, she's a tiny person. 
and you see her in the game Fortnite, and you're like, someone must really like her. Um, but they've done collabs before with artists. So it's not like it's something new. They've done it with Venom. They've done it with Hire. They've done it with Headlight with featuring uh, Nate Rose, Godzilla featuring Juice World. What's interesting right now is they just also launched a Dragon Ball crossover event. I don't know Japanese anime that well, but I know that my kid does. And I was like, show me, show me this, this Dragon Ball thing. And he goes, look what you can do, Dad. You can go to Dragon Ball Adventure Island, which offers feature, uh, full replicas of locations from the show. You can get some emotes. You can get some dances that the characters do in the anime. Um, and he knew Japanation is what it was called when I was young. Now it's called anime. Um, whatever become a media category, but it is. What's really, really, really cool about this is in the metaverse, you can get on a cruise ship on Fortnite and you can watch with your friends episodes of Dragon Ball. Now, you don't really feel like you're on a cruise ship. I, and the illusion's not that good. But I like where they're going with it. I don't know if that rings true to you. I don't know if you think that's goofy. It is out there that they're doing that really well. And if Epic ever comes public, which I think they will this year or next year, probably next year, I think they're going to be huge because they've got the underlying gameplay and they're, they're tinkering with all the features like having concerts. Like Ariana Grande did a huge video in-game event. That was, if you're an Ariana Grande fan, it was a can't miss. Today, we're seeing rising treasury yields. We're seeing underwhelming earnings reports from leading retailers, including Target. And we've got a feeling the market's just going to give back some of those gains. I'm okay with all of that. Target's earnings took a huge hit as the retailers uh, getting rid of unwanted inventory. I did not go to Target in the last 90 days. But a lot of you did. And you got goods that were on sale. They told us 90 days ago in their earnings report, you know what? We got too much stuff. That's like Easter and Valentine's and uh, looking at the calendar. We need to get the Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff out now. So everything that's on the shelf is on sale. That's kind of summing up. I know you're saying that was a great impression of the CEO of Target. I don't know if the CEO of Target's male or female or even talks like that, but that, that you convinced me. And the Academy goes too. So Target's down 3% in early trading, but they were up 10% yesterday on Walmart's news that, yeah, the consumer's showing up. Yesterday, the, the news was the consumer showing up. The retail sales number today is the consumer showing up. But Target saying they missed earnings by 90% year over year? That's momentous. But what they also said was we did $26.04 billion in revenue. And it's, it's showing us that the consumer is resilient. If we have jobs, we spend money. And if we want to buy next year's Easter outfit, we'll spend money now if it's 50% off. So when will they get to a less discounting uh, environment? CEO Brian Cornell said on the call with reporters that it is a more favorable mix already as Target leans into high-frequency categories like food and household essentials along with popular categories like seasonal merchandise. It canceled over a billion and a half dollars in sales for discretionary categories with lower demand. So they're shaping up so they can ship out 
soon. It's a nice step. Oh, for the record, I bought shares of Target when they had that horrible quarter last quarter. Um, full disclosure, I want to hold that one till the day I die and get income out of it. I don't care if it ever grows. It grows over time historically. But for me, it's about income. I'm starting to collect income stocks. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.